Welcome to the Her Mind Mentor Podcast, the podcast for helping you discover who you truly are and reclaim what you really want from life to feel fulfilled and live your version of success. Here, we meet in the middle between woo-woo and the work. We talk mastering your mindset, aligning your ambitions, and creating impact and income. We're here for women who are feeling a bit lost, pulled towards a life that feels more authentic to them, and are ready to make change. Join me, Taylor Johnston, gold digger, recovering perfectionist, corporate dropout, mum, wife, and the mentor part of Her Mind Mentor. As each week, I dive into mind-shifting wisdom, psychology-based insights, thought-transforming inspiration, and actionable steps to help you create a life you love living. I'm so happy to have you here. Let's jump in. Hello, my loves. I just wanted to quickly jump in before today's episode and let you know that what I talk about in the episode, the exercises, the tools, the practical steps that you can take to discover your values, I have actually wrapped up into an all-encompassing, beautiful workbook for you to download so you can go through these steps without having to remember them. So if you go to the show notes, you can go to the link and download my free ebook called Get Unstuck and Stop Feeling Lost, your first five steps to rediscovering your true self without the overwhelm. But for now, let's jump on into the episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here today because I am chatting about my absolute favorite topic in the land of self-development. It is the fundamentals, it is the underpinning of everything else that you go through when you go into the the world of self-development and it's my total favorite, which is all about your values. So today I'm going to be talking about what your values are, why it's really important to have values, some of the, I suppose, ramifications that can occur if you don't know what your values are and you don't have clarity around your own values and also if you don't already know what yours are how you can figure out what they are and how you can apply them to all the different parts of your life so to begin with i want to talk about what values are so essentially they are a list of words that hold meaning to you So they could look like love or honesty or contribution or adventure or integrity or spirituality or beauty. They can sort of span a whole vast array of, you know, types and and parts of your life that they can apply to. But basically, the values that you hold underpin fundamentally your entire life. So not only do they underpin your identity and your beliefs, but they also help underpin the decisions that you make, the relationships that you're in and how you show up in those relationships, your definition of success, how you apply yourself to your work, how you, you know, apply yourself to your family or your friendships or whatever else. So they are really integral piece of who you are and 
the flip side of of that is that because they are so critically important to your identity, if you are not clear on what your personal values are, it can be really problematic. It can be really daunting to understand who you are as a person and to help define your identity or help you start on your journey to seeking fulfillment like if you don't know who you are and you don't know what you value you're going to have a really hard time moving towards the things that you want and really achieving that sense of fulfillment because if you don't know your own values you are far more likely to adopt other people's So that's really why they're so critically important. And I want to talk about, you know, the flip side being, you know, how you can have not understanding your values really wreak havoc on your identity. And that really comes from the fact that values, generally speaking, are adopted from others, especially when we're younger. And then we tend to carry those values through to our adulthood until we get either a situation or a circumstance that gives us the opportunity to critically analyze the values that we have adopted from others. Or, you know, if you go down the path of going, you know what, I want to understand what I want. I want to understand what I care about, in which case then you can do values work as part of self-development, which is really, I suppose, what we're talking about here. But basically, when obviously you're a child, all of your values come from your parents or your family or the people that you're around. So these are really external sources and basically they start to form the underpinnings of what we need to care about. And when you're a little child, um, you know, society's version of values look like, you know, girls should care about playing with dolls and they should care about pink and boys should care about blue and playing with cars and trucks and whatever else and when we move into schooling age and young adulthood school tells us that we should be caring about our grades and that we should be fundamentally defined by whether or not we're achieving in the academic system and if you're not achieving by that set of values being academics and being education in that certain form then you're considered to be a failure and that obviously can have massive ramifications on your sense of identity your self-belief your self-confidence your self-worth and all of those sorts of things as well and as we move through life and we form new relationships we're in different circumstances we start to adopt other people's values especially if we're not really clear on our own so You know, you might get into a relationship where the other person is really highly spiritual and they come from a really highly spiritual family. And that might be, say, they might be Baptist. And, you know, if you continue down the path of that relationship, that might look like them wanting to bring your children up in the Baptist religion and having them be, um, you know, like going through the whole churching system. But you might not believe in that spirituality. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't continue on that path with your partner if it's something that's important to them. But it's more about understanding what those values are for you earlier on before you get taken down the path or taken down a path that is not of value to you. 
and you know some of the other places that those sorts of values can be you know impressed upon us beyond just our parents or our relationships can also be from society even like look at Instagram look at TikTok look at the trends that are appearing in those places like you know trying to be that that girl like that whole trend or you know body type trends like those become values because that's what our society is putting up on a pedestal as like looking good or what success looks like and that is actually a set of values and if you are not sure on what yours look like and you don't align with those values you can start thinking that something is wrong with you and that's why it's really important to to have those pillars of your identity that are really clear that are really set in stone and that are unshakable in your own self and you know even just like a personal example so when I you know, had my daughter and I became a mother, one of the values that I'd adopted from my mum was really around spending all of my time and being really, really selfless, you know, for the sake of my daughter. And my mum was an incredible mum. She was a full stay-at-home mum. She was super involved and it was amazing. And I'm so grateful to her for how she raised my sister and I. But for me personally, I did not value being a mother in the same way. For me, I found it started to really become a little bit self-destructive for me. And it, it caused me a lot of grief and identity crisis and guilt and, you know, my whole self-worth and my whole picture and belief of what being a good mother looked like really kind of fell apart because I was trying to emulate the values that my mum had as a mother and they weren't working for me. They were like having that level of selflessness and not sort of spending the time that I needed on myself, whether that just to be relaxing or, you know, doing things that fill up my own cup because they're my own values. Like even you know, being authentic, that's a huge value for me. And that's being true to myself. And when I first became a mum, I was not doing that. I was not doing any of the things that felt authentic to me, or cup filling to me, whether that be, you know, going for solo walks, or doing a little bit journaling, or going getting my nails done, or looking nice, or whatever it may be. I was not doing things that were authentic to me because the values that I had adopted that looked like this is what a good mum looks like were not my own. And that's because I was not clear on what my set of values were around motherhood. And that took a really long time to move through. And to be completely honest with you, it's still something that I grapple with at times. There's still times where I feel a certain level of guilt if I am not emulating my own mum's version of the values that she holds towards being a good mum. Like for instance, I am currently recording this podcast, watching my daughter sleep on the baby monitor, because this is what feels really good to me. Now, another mum set of values might look like I should be cleaning right now, or I need to relax right now. And that's fantastic. And I am all for you understanding what you need. But for me, this is what feels really good to me. This is a 
a value of mine is contributing in this way and sharing these insights and these these thoughts and feelings with you and giving you that level of permission that if you want something different for yourself that you need to reach out and understand what your values are and start implementing them into your life so that's just a a little bit of a personal example but you know values can show up in all of these different types of life buckets and we especially from society especially in the world that we live in now with social media and everyone's opinions are you know absolutely like littering our phones um is that we adopt their version of what good looks like whether that is you know status because good in a career according to them being society looks like climbing a corporate ladder or income looks like making x number of million dollars a year or when you're in school or university if you're not getting you know sort of those a plus grades are you doing that well like it's all questionable and you know that that's how society views things and then it can be generationally as well and again even just to go back to my personal example you know that generational divide of you know housewives and stay-at-home mums versus career women you know and that's something that still exists as far as what society values in a mother and you know for all you mums out there unfortunately we get one of the worst ends of the stick because it doesn't seem to matter which camp we fall into because neither one of them seems to you know really facilitate what good looks like but across the board no matter what it looks like Basically, there's sets of values that if you're not careful can influence yours and make you believe that if yours don't align, that there's either something wrong with you or that you need to change. And that's why having your own, being really, really clear on what your own personal values are is so critically important. So Before I get into how you can figure out your values, I want to make it really clear that there's no such thing as a good or bad value. So everything really exists on a spectrum and there can be sort of when I say a good level of it, I mean that it's not so far as it can be destructive. And a really great example of this is one that sits um, within like say the work ethic space so work ethic is a great value to have you know it's important to understand that you want to work hard and that you want to go for the things that you want to achieve and and that's fantastic and that's a really good value to have is you know a hard working mentality but the opposite end of the spectrum to that can look like burnout it can look like having such a strong work ethic that you sacrifice everything else that may matter to you, including your health and your relationships and your hobbies or whatever else. And that is the spectrum that makes it dangerous to you and to the other parts of your life. And, you know, another example could look like self-care, for instance. So looking after yourself, doing things that make you feel good about yourself, whether that be you know, going and getting massages or going and getting your nails done or choosing nice clothes that make you feel like the best version of you. Like that that's fantastic to have as a value. But on the flip side of that, you know, the most extreme version on the spectrum of self-care could look like vanity. It could look like narcissism. It could look like 
egoism and you know again you're talking about a spectrum that can become a little bit destructive if it's not kept to a you know healthy level when it is established as a value so just to reiterate there is no good and bad values but your values can exist on a spectrum and it's really important when you look at your values where those come from and I'll go into that in the like little actionable exercise that I'm going to give you. But understanding where those values come from and what they need to look like for you to keep them at a level that feels authentic and healthy to you. So they're not crossing that boundary into sort of that more destructive territory. So from here, I really want to talk about how, if you don't already know, how you can understand your values and then how you can make sure that you're applying them into all the different parts of your life and again I've talked about this in the first episode that I ever did around the fulfillment formula to find fulfillment you need to be living in alignment with your values that is just absolutely the most critical part of feeling fulfilled is that you are being authentic to you and your values whatever they may look like you are living true to them you are a achieving those in the different parts of your life and they don't need to be perfect mind you if you were rating yourself they don't need to be like a 10 out of 10 I'm doing everything perfectly and like I said they also don't need to be that really high end of the spectrum either but it's really important that for the most part your relationships your decisions your identity your definition of success your beliefs all of those things are lining up with this set of values that you're going to get really really clear on So now here's the fun part. This is the actionable part that I'm going to leave you with as like a level of homework. So to make it nice and easy for you, as I mentioned at the start of this episode, there is a link in the show notes to your free workbook download, and it contains basically everything that I'm going to go through for the rest of the episode. So this entire values exercise that I'm about to walk you through is contained in that free workbook for you. So if you just jump to the show notes, click the link and download it, you can keep listening and we can go through the exercises together. Or you can just go onto Google and do a little quick search for a values list. And, you know, some of the good ones will have like a little descriptor next to them. And that can be a really good starting point to go, oh, that word means this. That is something that really holds true to me. So that's where you want to start. You want to be looking at the full list. And then I would really encourage you to go through that full list and put a little check next to each of them. Now, that check should look like a V if they're very important to you. So, you know, you don't have to have a certain number that you're hitting at this point in time. You just want to be looking at that full list and going through and basically categorizing where each of them sit for you and how they feel in your body when you're reading the meaning behind them. So you want to click, sorry, you want to write or type or whatever it may be. You want to put a little V next to the ones that are very important to you when you read them. And then you want to put a little I next to the ones that you think are still important to you. They might not fall into the very important category. They might just feel important. And then you want to put an N next to the ones that you deem not important. So right now, they're just not a priority for you. It doesn't necessarily mean you don't don't care about them. They're just not important to you right now. So that's what you want to do with that full list. 
Now from that point, you want to divide them into pillars. So you want to look at your relationships, you want to look at your work, and then you want to look at you. So like you as a person, your development, how you show up, how you look, all those things, the you element. So I want you to then have a look at the ones that you've categorized as very important and important and then look at them on the spectrum of those three pillars. And if you can, try to begin to divide them out into which ones you consider to be very important or important for each one of those pillars. So, you know, for relationships, for example, you might have communication. Communication might be a really key pillar for you in your relationships. And those relationships look like friendships. They look like partnerships. They look like family that's sort of your relationship category. And some people do break them up, but I'm a firm believer that your relationships should all have a similar theme and they should hold similar values. So I would encourage you to divide out those values that you've already listed into those pillars. Now, for a lot of them, you might find that they sit across all three pillars. And if that's the case, fantastic. It means you're already on the road to that higher level of clarity. So that's great. So once we've divided them up into these three pillars or, you know, shared them across all three pillars, then I want you to step away from that list for about 24 hours. I want you to step away and not think about it for 24 hours to give yourself some space and just like, you know, mull on it internally. Then I want you to come back to that list and I want you to Be really critical and analyze whether or not those values are really true to you and have a look again and go, you know what, those ones I've said that are important, some of them aren't so important or some of the ones that I've said are very important actually are only important to me. And 24 hours is a really good time period for that because you can kind of approach it a little bit more clearly. I think, you know, the first time you sort of look at that list, you can get really excited and go, oh, that means a lot to me. And that means a lot to me. And that means a lot to me. And that's fantastic. But with that extra 24 hours of space, you're going to be a little bit more clearer going in and you have better capacity to be a little bit more analytical when you're looking at that list and especially how that list is divided into those three pillars that we were talking about. So once you've had a look at that list and you've narrowed some down, and I want you to really be super honest with yourself, it's really important that you're honest with yourself on this, because if you're not being honest with yourself and you're kind of going, oh, I should care about that, or that should be a value, unfortunately, you're just going to sort of not do super well, and you're not going to get a lot out of this exercise if you're not being honest. But From that point, once you've got those sort of narrowed down and they should be either a hell yes, like a hell yes, oh my gosh, that means so much to me. That is so true. That is so authentic. That is something I can't live without. If they're not falling into that category for you, then they should be a no. And you just need to nix them off the list and not dwell on it. But from there, from your very importance and your importance across your three pillars, I want you to then have a little bit of a think about the origin of those values so where are they coming from in you and you'll see that some of them probably do cross over a little bit and we will get to a point where you can start to narrow them down where you think that those words are starting to sound kind of similar and you will find that because that's how values work you find that you umbrella things but basically 
once you've got the list, I want you to have a look at the origins of where those values come from. Are they ones that you've adopted from your parents? Are they ones that you have adopted from society? Are they ones that have you have adopted, you know, from your partner? Where are they coming from in you? And are they true to who you are? And I want to say that again. Are they true to who you are? Not just something or a value that someone else has told you you should care about. And that is, again, a critically important component because if it is coming from something that is not you and you're realizing, actually, you know what? I don't care that much about this. You know, you might have a partner who really cares about the way that they look and there is nothing wrong with that. There is no shade. I fall into that category. I do care about how I look and that's important to me and that's a value of mine. But if you find that you have a partner that really cares about how you look, you might find that that value rubs off on you. So they might not necessarily be critical, but they might be, I suppose, influencing you to dress in a certain way. Or maybe they say, oh, you know, you're going to put on some makeup or are you going to get your nails done or, or, you know, that outfit doesn't look fantastic or whatever it may be. That might be a value of theirs and it's imprinting on you. And that might not be something that you particularly value. And that's okay as well. Like those values can coexist in a relationship. But it's really important that if it's not something that you care about, you need to understand that it's not and you need to accept that it's not. And you need to then respect that it's your partners or whoever it is in your life that has that value. You can respect that it's their value. But if it's not yours, don't... Like, don't pretend that it is, because if that's something that you're chasing, if that's something you're spending energy on, if you're spending energy on trying to look a certain way because your partner values how, you know, they look or beauty and self-expression in clothes is something that they value. If you're wasting energy on that, that means you're wasting energy and not putting it to something that you actually value, which again, you know, you extrapolate that down the track And you're not going to feel that sense of fulfillment because you're too busy spending energy on a value that's not yours. So, you know, we want to be really clear about the origin of the values that you've written down. And I want you to be super critical on whether or not they're yours. And if they are yours or more so, actually, if they're not yours, I want you to decide whether or not you want to make them yours. You know, because that can sometimes be the case, too, is that you've picked up a value say from your parents like work ethic a great example you know especially when you talk about generational divides and whatever else work ethic can be a really important value to past um past generations in a way that I feel like you know gen z's and even millennials to a certain degree they value balance you know they value a lot of work-life balance and they value leisure time and relaxing and that sort of thing And that's okay too. And again, there's nothing wrong with having work ethic as a value, but it's understanding what that looks like in practice for you and making sure that if you want work ethic to be a value of yours, you understand what level of the spectrum that needs to be a part of your life. So you might say the origin is my parents. They were really hardworking. You know, they worked 60 hour weeks or whatever else. I really value hard work and I want that to be a huge part of who I am and my identity and my career and all those things. 
but I also don't want to work 60 hours a week. I don't want to get into a place where I'm potentially burning myself out. That's okay. It's just understanding how to apply that value to your life. So to go back to the process, once you've understood what that origin looks like, you need to be analyzing it and you need to really start nutting out which ones that you want to keep as your own and which ones are your top values. So again, I want you to have a look at the pillars that you've already divided out. So you've got your you pillar, your relationships pillar, and then your work pillar. And I want you to have a look at which ones are starting to cross over. So, you know, you might, again, like communication as a really great one. You might have that in your relationships. You might have that in your work and you might have that in you, in which case that is a top tier value for you. And that's really important. But then you might also have other values that kind of fall under the under the umbrella of that you know education might be one of them or you know contribution might be one of them and you need to start thinking about which values sort of sound like each other so you know authenticity you might have that as a value I personally have that as a value but then some of the other words or other values that were really showing up for me when I was doing this exercise is you know being genuine being um true to myself, having a level of freedom to be me, all of those things that starts to form an umbrella because there's a common theme there. And then you pick a word from those, from all of those different words in all that like value umbrella, you pick one that's really standing out to you. And that is your top tier value. So you kind of want to do that across the board, you want to start to umbrella them all. And you want to analyze which ones are showing up in all of those pillars for you from that point hopefully you've started to narrow it down and you're probably sitting ideally you kind of want to be around that four or five value mark because anything more than that it just starts to get a little bit overwhelming and it can get a little bit difficult to start to formulate parts of your life to fit to 20 different values especially if they're you know quite different because you've already done that umbrella exercise So once you've got those sort of top five values, I want you to start to write down or start to think about what those mean to you and what beliefs have you got sitting around them. So what belief are you associating with them and what like meaning are you putting to those? So again, a, a, a personal example for me when it comes to authenticity is that for me means being true to myself. It means being creative. It means being courageous. It means following different pulls of, of things. It means if this feels good to me right now, that's what I want to do. If I want to start painting, because that is something I'm really drawn to right now, that's me being authentic to me and to my creativity or my spirit. And that is what authenticity looks like to me. So you might have a completely different, you know, version of what authenticity looks like for you. It might look like honesty. And mind you, that does actually fall into my category of authenticity. But, you know, you want to you want to define what that means to you and how it would show up in your life and what some of the practical examples of that are. And from there, I want you to start thinking about how you can put 
those meanings and those key top like five values into the different life buckets that you have. And life buckets are something that I'll go into in another podcast. But basically, you kind of want to be dividing your life into different categories. So I know we did our pillars of you, your relationships, and your work. And those are sort of those really key pillars that pretty much everyone has in some capacity. But your life buckets are like another level of that. And that's when they start to get a little bit more specific. So life buckets might look like health they might look like self-development education parenting your marriage your work um, your business or whatever else and those are your different life buckets and then from there with those top five values that you have defined and that you've got really clear meaning towards I want you to have a look at how those fit into each one of those life buckets and give yourself a bit of sort of honest assessment on whether or not you feel like you are aligning yourself to those values in each one of those life buckets. So for example, you might have a value that looks like integrity and integrity to you might mean that you are doing things that you say that you're going to do. You're doing things in integrity. You're sticking to your, your word and you're holding that word within yourself you're trusting yourself now your life bucket of health might look like you know you want to go to the gym however many times a week or you want to eat better or whatever else and you haven't been doing that so your health is not something that you've been prioritizing you're having like five hours of sleep a night you are eating fast food all the time and you never move your body Now, if you have integrity as a massive value of yours, if it's one of your top five values and you define it as keeping your word to yourself and then your life bucket of health looks like you trying to take care of yourself, can you honestly say that you are living in alignment in your health bucket to that value? You know, can you honestly tell yourself, I am living or, you know, performing I suppose in integrity in my health journey and that's where you need to start having some really honest conversations with yourself you know are you applying your values are you aligning your values to all of these different parts of your life and if you're finding that you're not and you can do this even if you wanted to rate yourself you could rate yourself on zero you know or one to ten in each one of your buckets against each of your values and come up with a cute little, you know, table system to determine like what, what values are actually being, you know, put into play in the different parts of your life. But basically, if you were to assess yourself, it doesn't need to be perfect. Like I said before, it doesn't need to be perfect. But if you've got five values and you are looking to feel fulfilled and you're looking to feel like you are on the right path and you're looking to feel like you're being authentic to yourself and you're aligning yourself with your with your version of success, you need to be hitting at least an 80% mark on those five values across those life buckets of yours. Like that is that is important if you want to feel that sense of fulfillment. Like if you are sitting at, if you're being honest with yourself and you're sitting at a three in 
say, four of your eight life buckets on one of your values, that's probably going to give you a really good indication of what needs some work and why you're maybe feeling a sense of misalignment or you're feeling a bit lost or whatever else. And that's where your starting point is to start that self-development journey. And, you know, I gave that example about becoming a mother and where my values were were not really aligning. You know, when I started to think about my career and my values of contribution and impact and all of those sorts of things, I was finding that I didn't feel like being a holy and solely like stay at home, you know, selfless mum was hitting those values and it was feeling really inauthentic to me. And I was wondering why I was feeling so stuck and I was feeling so confused and I was feeling so misaligned. And I felt like I wasn't on the right path. And that's because if I was being really honest with myself, that, you know, that value of like purpose, contribution, impact, all of those things, those are all an umbrella for me. And when I started to look at the different parts of my life, I was sitting at about a three out of 10. And that's where the work comes in. That's where you have to be disciplined and committed to your authentic truth and to finding your version of success, not someone else's. And you need to find that clarity within yourself to be really, you know, strict on the boundaries around your values and understanding what those look like in practice to you. So that would be my key piece of advice is you need to start honestly assessing your life buckets up against those values. And that's really going to be the foundation of everything you do if you are trying to feel like you feel more fulfilled. If you are trying to feel like you are on the right path in your life, if you are trying to feel like you are being authentic and you are starting to put in place the stepping stones to achieve your version of success, your values underpin everything. They are going to serve you, like having clarity around those values is going to serve you so well when you make decisions even and how you determine your boundaries, how you determine how you spend your time, how you determine how you show up in your relationships and then how you determine you identify yourself, like how you stand by yourself those values are going to underpin everything and they're going to allow you to live so authentically to you and so true to your identity rather than being swayed or potentially persuaded or influenced by other people's values. So I really hope that that's helpful. I hope that you've gotten a lot out of this episode, not only to understand what values are and to understand why they're so important, but also how to find your own it's just the most critical and you can, I hope you can hear the passion in my voice about how important, how important this section of self-development work is. It truly is the absolute foundation. I would highly encourage you if you have missed any of this episode to go back and listen to it again and really get clear on the process here. You know, I, I just, I can't stress enough how important understanding your values are if you want to start feeling fulfilled if you want to not feel lost or stuck or confused and have a real sense of who you are this is where you need to start so I hope that that has been helpful to you I hope that you've got a lot of out lot out of this episode 
you know, if you've ever got any questions or you want to understand the process or you want someone to sort of walk you through the process, you know, my DMs are always open and I would love to chat to you. So until next time, I'm sorry, this has been a long episode. I hope you've stayed with me through the whole thing because it is so, so important, but enjoy your day wherever you are listening and have a beautiful week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and be sure to thank yourself for investing the time in you. I'm grateful for your energy and attention as I know there are a lot of things that you could be doing with your precious time, so it means the world that you're spending some of it with me. If you like this podcast and the topics we're chatting about, please subscribe so you don't miss an episode, share it with someone who you know needs to hear it, And if you're feeling extra kind, please head on over to Apple Podcasts to rate and review. I'd love to know how this podcast is helping you create a life you love living. Have the most beautiful week.